All right, ma'am, fam. Welcome to the jam. Time to slam. Let's do it. It's, uh, I guess, long overdue to talk Space Jam. Proper. But here we are, talking the sequel. Oh. The new legacy. Mm-hmm. And I am excited about it. Uh, Brian, this is uh, one that I guess we have anticipated for quite some time. I mean, since 1996, you know, I've I've had this, like, yeah, I've had this on my calendar, uh, July of 2021, since 1996, and and every day I check off a new mark, and um, fortunately, I haven't been getting checkmark tattoos. I thought about it, obviously, uh, because I'm very committed to this, to this film, this franchise, this cinematic universe, and uh, yeah, this is a long time coming, boys, long time coming. Man, I can't believe it took it. To, it took them this long to do this. Yeah, I know. I thought I thought they would do it like early two thousands with Rayful Friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, we we put a lot of money in Cuban. That one, you got Cubes to thank mm-hmm. for that one. Yeah, yeah. and then career. when that passed, when they couldn't get that worked out with Rafe's schedule, yeah. um, you're like, okay, well, let's wait for the next guy. And mm-hmm. now it's right. I actually wrote a spec script uh, about the time that Tony Delk scored 50 points in a mm-hmm. game. And that was, the, that was the space jam part. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the, you know, the, the conclusion, the climax, he comes yeah. back and scores 50 points in the game. Um, but, uh, they, they passed, they passed. Everyone I had passed. one where this is so th- going to be beat down for everyone. Cause Brian and I are just going to obscure basketball. Rep- <laughs> yeah. This reference. is the worst episode of all time. Sorry to everybody. Uh, I had one where Bobby Sura getting himself the triple double, <laughs> Mm-hmm. actually yeah. brings in the monsters like that is the right that's where it's inflection where point it yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. and they win yeah because he mm-hmm. kind of messes up yeah right yeah in one it's of my niche. spec scripts it's <laughs> but the, it was a great the, script so you couldn't yeah, deny the, it the monster the, the monster part is where pros. um rudy for the mavs trade for rudy fernandez and he immediately just says no thanks i'm gonna go to spain and that that one is mm-hmm. that's where he becomes a monster and that's mm-hmm. uh a, a central that's a central to the spec that's script. a good one yeah. well, i have a funny couple we... around benny salvador <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's man. funny you guys we, we start that way because uh, I'm going to talk about some actual rejected Space Jam sequel oh, okay. ideas. See, we're that there's podcasting professionals. An abundance you know? of them, and, <laughs> yeah, and we'll talk about the facts. ones that actually almost came to fruition. Okay, uh, up until this point, and here we are with <laughs> okay. LeBron James at the uh, helm. By the way, I did I set a timer on how long it would take them to do LeBron James, and it was I think. I think it was three minutes, and and this is a two-hour movie, so uh-huh. you know you shrink that down to a ninety-minute movie. It would have been the first, sure. the opening scene, basically ratio-wise. Yeah, mm-hmm. ratio. So we're going to do this a little bit different this week. Normally, I got I kind of go chronologically through my notes on how you know I write them throughout watching this, and uh, and you guys as well. But I want to split it up different this week. I want to go the good and then the bad. So okay. let's talk you changing things up on us. All about the good that mm. Space Jam, a new legacy, mm. had to offer. I will start. Oh, oh, I was ready to move on to the bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We have th- you have things. Gotcha. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was good. I love that. That was funny. I'm recovering. The, uh, the, the good on HBO Max. That was good. <laughs> I've got I've got a little list here, uh, but we'll yeah. start. We'll start there. Okay. You know, good. Did he, either HBO of you Max. go to the theater to see this? I know Richard didn't. Oh, did, can't, can't, did you go to the theater? Or no, and, and I told you guys okay. this. I went to the theater for Black Widow, though. Nice. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah. You did do that. I did not. I did not. I did the uh, the streaming. Yeah, streaming there as well. Um, but here's the thing, and I told you guys this before. Uh, it came out this this past weekend. I said I wish I already had a kid because then I could go with an excuse and not be like, mm-hmm. yeah, guy the, walking the in with a was notebook. Pretty specific about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> walking in alone with a notebook is not a, a good mm-hmm. look. Right. Right. They call it the Chuck E. Cheese rule. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's the binoculars that's the problem. Like I've my nieces and nephews were were on vacation, and it was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I should probably just just watch this one at home alone, which is even weirder. Oddly, (laughs) you know, I don't know why it is, but once you get at home by yourself, is even sadder and weirder. This is one of the weirder ones for me, as you guys know. I have a weird quirk, just scheduling wise. I watch a lot of movies that we do, especially over the last year and a half with more streaming options. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch a lot of them early in the morning. Um, sometimes break them into two kind of looks like with my coffee. That's kind of my go-to movie time. Cause my house is quiet and all that. Um, so this was a, this was probably the weirdest thing to watch at like six forty four in the morning. Like it was I did the not, same thing. Yeah. It was not conducive to that environment at all. <laughs> yeah. It was a very, you're right. It was a very like get hype type of movie. Get up, get big energy, <laughs> lots of colors nice and visuals. Coffee. Yeah. It doesn't ease you into the day at all. You're right. right. <laughs> it throws you into the, <laughs> the server verse. I had like anxiety watching it. I, and that's not, I'm not even going to blame the movie for that. I was just, I picked the worst <laughs> possible time to like dive in on this, but it was, you know, <laughs> schedule give, you know, is what it is. All right. Uh, on the list of goods still. Hmm. Kids love this thing. Do they? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Did Coop like it? Right. Yeah, big, big fan. Big fan. He was we went to an actual theater to see it. We went and saw it with uh three of his buddies and they they all dug it. They were all very into uh the Space Jam. So it was very successful on that front. Kids like the movie. So it's a kids' movie. That that part they got for it sure. Right, for sure. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. So they, they all enjoyed it. They were hyped. Were they like me when I saw the original Space Jam? I was on my French trampoline that night <laughs> trying to yeah. dunk off the trampoline into off, yeah. off into the pool or whatever. Uh, it was a big like yeah. trying to replicate the last scene of the movie right. type, type of scenario. Right. Did, well, they all have basketball just tra- camp this week. So I'm hoping they, oh, that's uh, good. it really, it really takes over. But they all, I had all these kids in the car with me on Sunday and the littlest one who's like four. He was like, uh, Brian, can we uh, can we listen to my favorite song? My favorite song is Space Jam. And so we listened to the Space Jam soundtrack. The original. Yeah. Yeah. They're all it's it, there's a little nostalgia for for them with with the original, too. Now, thanks to the new one. So, yeah, the, the okay. job for, on that front. I'm pro Looney Tunes. So I like sure. that was next on my list. Richard. Yeah. Great to see the Looney Tunes again. Love the Looney Tunes. Love. Yeah. Love the Looney Tunes. Grew up on them watching all those classic Looney Tunes cartoons. I guess it was just a product of cable television not having any programming back in the day for kids, so they just would rerun Looney Tunes constantly because I don't know why, but every time I see a Looney Tunes short in whatever form, I'm like, I've seen that one. I know that one. 
Same. somewhere along the line, I feel like I've seen all of them. And Same. you go back and they, they ran for 20 plus 30 years constantly. I mean, there's, you know, decades of seasons worth of, of shorts. I don't know how I've seen them all, but I feel like they've all seeped into my subconscious at some point. And so, yeah, man, great to see them. And, and man, the references to the old shorts were funny. How LeBron falls into, uh, or goes, you know, when he gets into animation land and they had the rabbit season, duck season, uh, a little bit at the beginning that, that brought back some nostalgic, Looney Tunes memories that I'm not sure the the first Space Jam really sunk into the uh, sinking into the uh, I guess nostalgia on that yeah. side of things more than just mm-hmm. having the characters in the movie. Um, and they yeah, it had some self. I mean, the first one has some great kind of self aware Disney like Looney Tunes at this point um, are like old. They're not they're not older, but like they've been around Hollywood more. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like they have like we got to get new agents. We're really getting screwed. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the best lines in the first one, but now it's like whole self-referential thing. So they've come mm-hmm. like six circles around. Looney Tunes are great. I gotta say, Daffy easily my top one seed Looney Tune, and this this movie did not let me down on the Daffy front. Daffy was was incredible in this movie. He was he was my favorite, and Bugs. I don't know what's going on with the new voice of Bugs, but it's not working for me. Um, whatever it is, but Bugs is normally my favorite. But man, Daffy over the years has grown on me so much, so funny, and so great in this movie. Well, well, who's your favorite tune, Richard? Man, um, I'm a Daffy guy. Probably a Daffy guy. I mean, Bugs is great. Grandma. Uh, yeah. Um, let's, I mean, I, I, I probably had really hot takes. I like Yosemite Sam too. It's funny. Yosemite's funny. Um, you know, it's funny. This, it was weird. Yeah. I saw this movie, the first one a hundred times, but I didn't keep up with it, obviously getting older and I don't have kids yet. So I haven't like gone through the, uh, you know, rewatching stuff from my youth phase yet. So it was, Hmm. when I rewatched it prepping for this, it was almost entirely new to me. I I remembered so little from it. Um, oh, really? Yeah, like I remember the I I I remember Looney Tunes cartoons when I see them, and I remember things about this movie. But I I'm not I'm not good at that. I don't retain things well from like before I was twelve. Oh, so you didn't remember characters and stuff? It was all it was all flooding back to you. I mean, Mm. it it it's not like I it wasn't like uh, I would see someone and go, I don't know what that is. I would go, Oh yeah, him, her, that, yeah, Yeah. like you know. That's not how it was for me too. Yeah, there's yeah. Uh, there's certain characters like that big fuzzy guy. I don't yeah. know what he is. He's called, but I had probably seen that in th- thirty years. You know, yeah. I don't and know the, anything. Uh, Marvin the Martian. I hadn't thought about. Yeah, yeah I love that Marvin was a the favorite Martian. of mine. Yosemite Sam was was absent uh, from this movie. I yeah. wonder if he can't like, have a guy super, running around with guns anymore. Yeah, he's super MAGA, and you know, LeBron's pretty woke. <laughs> yeah, so they. Right. They would not get along. On they set. would not. They did not yeah. get along on set, and yeah. Yosemite was quickly, quickly axed from yeah. the film. Yeah. Yosemite. That's what I call him. Yeah, he was hanging out he with John Boyd a lot. It's just Yosemite. <laughs> hey, Yosemite! John- it's Sam. <laughs> My name's Sam. I'm calling yeah. you Yosemite. I'm out of here. Um, I like that. Uh, That'd be a well. great I bad Daffy in this movie. Like we'll late, get to that. Um, here's a great digital short idea. 
not in a good way, but like in the let's say 2016 SNL way where it's not very good. <laughs> um, a shot for shot remake of the Yellowstone trailer, but it's called Yosemite, and you have a <laughs> actor with a huge giant red mustache. <laughs> Can we do it? And it's just really high drama, like super soapy, like Yellowstone. But it's just dances with really, wolves with Yosemite Sam. That's but what it's just have. it's just Yosemite Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Yosemite, it's like this Brian's Gallabrini level of ginger. Yeah, yeah. huge red. When Cole Hauser hosts SNL, I'm going to pitch this. <laughs> We're going to bring Bobby Moynihan back to play the Patriarch Yosemite. <laughs> Everything else is the same. Everything else is exactly uh-huh. like yeah. Yellowstone, but you sub out Kevin Costner for Yosemite yeah. Sam. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> but it's live action Yosemite Sam. He's not animated. Right. It's a big, goofy, furry uh-huh. mustache. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Cool. It's a, yeah. As long as it's, That would uh, be good on like Terran Killam era SNL, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Works well. <laughs> All right. What what else do you have on the on the good list, Brian? Do you have anything on the good list? Um, it worked for kids, like you said. Um, <laughs> it was it's, bright. Yeah, it was bright. It, it lit was, my room well. I didn't have to have other <laughs> lights on. It was just amazing because the characters were on the screen. No, um, the I thought the Michael B. Jordan bit was really funny. It was, yeah. it was. I mean, you oh, could have called that that was going to happen. Oh, I did sure not see that funny. coming. I'm going to be completely honest okay. with you. I didn't see it coming, and I I laughed so hard. Yeah, I thought that was that. really funny. The the the. I didn't want to get there yet because it's, it's, sure. I guess. Well, uh, but yeah, we're, 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 if you want to go, because oh, I wanted to get gotta, into the back, I gotta find the what I gotta first, find. But, you know? but um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I, you know, all the the jokes at LeBron's expense were funny. I felt like those were those were pretty solid. Um, I mean, that's kind of. I mean, I, you know, look, I don't hate this. This is not a movie. I'm no. not going to give this movie an F or something like that. But it it definitely was. It's a kids movie. It is it is very aimed at kids, and uh, I think it's <laughs> pretty it's successful. Yeah, I think it's very successful <laughs> on that front. Um, there's not a whole lot else to to really uh, grab onto now. But the flip side is like, I mean, we do this whenever a movie gets remade or, or rebooted or whatever. We have to like, we have to talk about how the new movie is ruining our childhood. It's and not. It's yeah, like, my childhood yeah, is intact. Right. Go. Go. My childhood with, was ruined by you know more <laughs> local forces to me. Right. Exactly. Like go. Uh, you know, through through the lens of 2021, through your adult eyes, go watch Space Jam and tell me that's a good movie. It's not. It's not a good movie. So, like, <laughs> right. it's fine. I mean, if it was influential, cool. No problem. If you just love it and it's cheesy and all that stuff, cool. No problem. Like, Rebuttal. But, I mean, Michael Jordan is a 10% better actor than LeBron James is. So, at this yeah. point, I guess, in this kind of thing. So, I mean, whatever. But I, yeah, I, 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 there are definitely some things that I, I probably would have done different if I was, uh, if I was in charge of this thing. Um, I think it was, I would have, the, the one thing that the original Space Jam does much better than this, I think, is that it puts the Looney Tunes forward, and this is LeBron forward pretty much sure. the whole, the whole time, and then, but to be fair, the Looney Tunes were way bigger <laughs> that, in 1996 than they are now, 100%. so I, yeah. I mean, you, I kind of pin that on, like, the ego of the, not necessarily LeBron, but, like, the modern branded athlete, which I understand why they do sure. that, because they make a ton of money, but. Also, I'll put that at the feet of most kids don't have any real familiarity with the Looney Tunes. So if you go too Looney Tunes forward, they're probably out, right? Totally true. Totally true. It it just kind of sets up. 
I mean, you watch the, the original Space Jam, one of the reasons why Michael comes off pretty well or okay in that is because he's not being asked to do just a whole lot as an mm-hmm. actor. And it's not, I mean, again, this is not, uh, they're not telling, they're not trying to get LeBron to be Daniel Day Lewis or anything, but it is very, it's apparent the more he's on the screen, the more you're like, not really an actor. No, and when they so, had him yeah, replicate we're, Abraham we're Lincoln, having to roll with that. Uh, they did. That was clearly asking them to be Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> when he did my left apparent. foot, yeah. that my left foot, I didn't realize that was a WB property. Yeah. And then when right. they brought that in, right. yeah, yeah, it was um, it was clearly a Daniel Day Lewis uh, <laughs> pull from them from what they were right. asking. Can I? Uh, uh, are we going the negatives yet? I got my first biggest one ready. If you're not, but if you're done with positives, keep them going. Um, let me see here. Um, oh man. Yeah, I think we can probably, yeah, we could probably, I could probably work my rest of my stuff into the negative category. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead. My, my biggest one is that LeBron plays, you know, a fictionalized version of himself, but not the fictionalized version of himself from Trainwreck. I would have enjoyed his character being really cheap yeah. still in this. Keep that <laughs> bit going. Yeah. Yeah. That was Make a good bugs, bit. pick up a couple checks. Yeah. How weird did, about everything, try to split everything. Thing. How did LeBron sign off on a script that makes him look like the worst dad in history in the history of life? I, I, I don't I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Why was he why was he not the, the protagonist in this? He's like the he's almost like the villain to his to his own son and then has to prove his worth to his son to let him go to a a, a, a coding camp. That has nothing to do with basketball, <laughs> but it had to play a basketball game to, that's somehow a revolutionary NBA jam. And somehow this is a universe where Game Boy is a thing, but NBA jam has never been seen. And this this Dom basketball is going to gonna revolutionize everything, you know, by the way. Get style on the, hey, wait, get wait, wait. On the, on the like ca- column, kid's name is Dom. There you go. Yeah. that's Sorry. Right. That was my last one. Bumping it up a half notch. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Family just, just got bigger. That. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I think that part of the whole reasoning for this, for the the storyline on this, if I had to to guess, is it it's a I mean, it's an this is an ego project, and that's fine. I have no problem with an ego project, especially for somebody like LeBron James, who's an incredible, incredible basketball player and has succeeded in just about everything he's he's ever done. Um 2011 notwithstanding but but the i mean this very much comes across as like a a bit of a vanity project on the script is going to this is like a redemption story for me i'm going to learn how to be a good dad i'm going to really stretch my kind of kind of stretch my range and show what i can do as an actor and maybe that's a i think i think i don't really care about this but like i kind of glanced through reviews today on rotten tomatoes and i do think that kind of put a maybe an unnecessary spotlight on him because it does right. feel whereas the the original one it just kind of feels like cool Michael Jordan is uh doing self promotion through the looney tunes and it's just it's very basic and it's an 85 minute movie and it's fine um this one does kind of put a little spotlight on Bron and, <laughs> and tries to say like look at me like I I'm I'm an actor now he's going know? for and, it man Space and I don't think super for it, man. yeah yeah, I thought uh, he was really funny in Trainwreck, but I did not Same. find him to be a particularly good actor in Trainwreck. Exactly, kind of stilted exactly. in that too, and this is different. Uh, this is the know. opposite. One of our VIPs said this in the in the Space Jam spoiler thread we had going this past weekend. They said in Trainwreck, LeBron was being himself. In this one, he's trying to be an actor. 
Right. Yeah. Like yeah, totally. he, he comes sure. off as like he's just Bill Hader's hanging out with LeBron in the first one. And maybe and that's because Judd Apatow can bring that out of it of somebody, and just being on his set is really breezy, and it is like that. And this is Space Jam, where you're on green screen the whole time. By the way, yeah, you need to go that's back and watch challenge for even the most accomplished actors. I went back life. and watched Space Jam this past weekend, and I gotta admit, I'm higher on it now than I was going in going into the weekend. Maybe that's wow. like <laughs> comparing it to this one or or whatever, but. My gosh, Bill Murray in, in Space Jam is is so good. Barkley's is great. Larry Bird is great. Um, and maybe that's because I love the, love those guys. But the line that Bill Bill Murray has after <laughs> Michael Jordan gets sucked into the golf hole, him and Larry Bird get back into the golf cart, and he's like, "Larry, I'm putting us both down for a two. We are in no emotional <laughs> no emotional state to putt back there. That's yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So Bill Murray." That's a great Bill, line. Bill could have helped this. Bill could have helped uh, this. How did they yeah, not bring Bill, Bill? How did Bill Bill Murray yeah, yeah. not show up uh, in the, at the end of the game with a perhaps I could be of some assistance? What if <laughs> there's been? no way Bill Murray knew this was even being made till we could go? Yeah. Uh, no, no, he yeah. Like I said, they didn't even too. they didn't even call yeah. him. They didn't even ask him if he if he would cameo in this thing. There was I was He's very shocked, and I don't know if this is in the good or the bad column. I'm going to go with the bad. Should have like. Like, like, I don't know, leaned into the fact that this is a Space Jam sequel a little bit more. And I know they reference Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes are like, we've done this before a couple of times, but it's very little homage to the first movie. If aside from it's kind of structured the same, uh, you know, like none of the songs are really reused at all. I, I would have liked that if they had brought back the original Quad City DJ song at some point. Um, you know, uh, LeBron has actually said, why he did this movie is because he loved Space Jam growing up. You know what would have been a great opening scene? LeBron watching Space Jam. <laughs> that would have been a great, I think that would have been a, a great, and that's just the way I would have done it. Maybe that, that was a pitch at some point. Um, a, a great way to introduce this. And, it, and then like it's LeBron, total fish out of water. He's like, what? I'm in Space Jam the rest of the movie, you know? Um, because that's what basically Michael Jordan was doing, this fish out of water um, total Marty McFly. I don't know where I am the whole time kind of thing going on. Um, but yeah, I, I thought they could have leaned into maybe the fact that this is a space jam sequel more and, uh, done, uh, maybe a little bit more referential stuff to the first movie. If that, if that makes sense, maybe that's what I wanted. Maybe that's what the adults wanted in the theater. Like, um, mm. this feels like a movie for four kids, but it didn't have to be that way. In my opinion, <laughs> This could have been a movie that adults enjoyed too. Maybe, maybe that would have helped a little bit. Yeah, a little bit more. I mean, that, okay. That's that's hard. It's hard to get those things right. It's hard to make it enjoyable for adults without, um, you know, making it go over the kids' head or or vice versa. You know, so yeah. they, if you're gonna choose between the two, I think they chose right and kind of aimed it at the kids, and that's that's a better decision than trying to aim it at at 35 year olds. Um, when oh, I don't necessarily this, so. mean aim it at us, but, um, yeah, I, mean, I was surprised. No, I, get what you're saying. I understand. I mean, that's it what it was like. Wow. It's like, it all space time. like one didn't even exist. Other right. than the fact that Michael was in it. Um, right. But yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that, but that's, I mean, we say that all the time. That's like what makes Pixar so great is they're able to, to make kids movies that are, um, really, that are really for adults or at least make kids movies that have a lot of stuff that keeps adults entertained and not, you know, checking out and all that kind of stuff. So it's difficult to do. If you're going to get one right, I'd prefer you get the 
make it cheesy and make it to where the kids really like it. So you get that part right. But I, I, I agree. There's, there's things that I was unclear if space jam, if, if this was a true sequel or if it was like just a reboot or what, what it was doing on that front. And my son doesn't care about that, but, but I did a little bit, you know? So I think that's, that's, that's a fair criticism. It would have just been fun if they had just literally just done space jam again with LeBron. I don't know why, it seemed like it would have been really easy and, I don't know, maybe better. But this seemed like super convoluted, like we have to work video games into this yeah. somehow. And it's not like kids weren't into video games in the 90s, you know? <laughs> I don't know why. Now it's it's like we have to pull kids away from video games. I think they could have just done a basketball movie with Looney Tunes and it would have been fine, but... That 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 was what That's they did, and what the Rayful Friends one was. There, uh, we'll talk about. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about some of these the canceled sequels, and there there was one that I thought really could have been, really could have been. Uh, was it the Antoine Rigado one? It was the the Nick Van Exel <laughs> one, but it was mm, oh, that man. would be sick. Now I'm in. Yeah, now it was I'm with in. Yosemite Sam. You see where this plot line was going. <laughs> yeah, but why do you shoot your free throws yeah. so far back, Nick? <laughs> Uh, what do we think about um, the comedic stylings of Don Cheadle in this one, guys? Well, I mean, he is in one of the greatest, great comedies of all time, right? You, um, yeah. You would think with that kind of pedigree, he'd have better comedic timing um, and ability to deliver hilarious lines, I would think. Given shit well, his accent from Oceans. His character's name <laughs> full is Cockney for no Al G. Rhythm, which you, know, uh-huh. you don't get much to work with. Other than that, um, by the way, algae rhythm. My second favorite algae, other than algae <laughs> crumpler, former tight end great. <laughs> yeah. That was a joke That's for a great... just you guys. <laughs> high high quality one. fantasy football player for about two years. Yes. Yeah, he was. Oh man, I liked the, uh, the homage kind of to the first Space Jam with the cuts and in the intro with the the uh, highlights of LeBron. They did include yeah. the decision, which I was surprised. surprised Risky. He, was, he, Risky. he kept that in there, man. He's self-aware. He yeah. did not. Yeah. He wasn't self-aware enough to put him, <laughs> um, you know, faking the cough bef- before Dirk uh, destroyed his life. <laughs> but omitted that one somehow, yeah. some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he, started, the, he started the highlights in 2012. That yeah. was weird. Yeah. In our cut, when we get a hold of this. There'll be a heavy section dedicated to the time that Sean Marion called him a B on national TV and then uh, slammed over his face. That was pretty great. But uh, yeah. No, All was, right. What do you guys think about the stars that they got for this? The NBA stars that they got alongside LeBron for this? Because I don't know if you guys remember, but LeBron asked everybody back in the day and everybody said mm-hmm. no, apparently. Yeah. Like he asked all the big stars, like the Steph Curry's and all that uh, and and James Harden and they said no and so he got who he got but I think he got a, a decent batch I, I don't know Damian Lillard he got Anthony Davis what did you guys think about the compared to the nineties where you had Charles Barkley Muggsy Bogues Sean Bradley Patrick uh, Ewing uh, Johnson yeah yeah Muggsy yeah. Muggsy yeah uh, okay. it was bad on on brand I mean no one's as good as Barkley on that level. I say you. I mean, the there move was no would Boban. Be, I mean, yeah, yeah. that would have been strong. <laughs> um, Boban improved yeah. John Wick. He can improve this. 
Yeah. Uh, LeBron's sort of, you know, LeBron is, and I mean this as a compliment in many ways, um, kind of a de facto shadow commissioner along with a few other players of the NBA. And so because of that, he's kind of in and out with a lot of his like cachet amongst the other players really goes up and down. Right, Brian? Like Mm -hmm. year to year, it's like, is he cool or not? And sometimes he's this sort of mafia don of the league. And then other times he seems sort of like, you know, the other players resent him or whatever. So I think God had to work that timing out. I think, what you know, um, so, but yeah, no, it's a cool way. He did this before Davis was, was a, uh, a Laker, right? Wasn't this two summers ago? They filmed this. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't think they talked about him coming to the I, Lakers. I don't, I probably not. There's any tampering going on. I don't do think you? they were allowed to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Then I believe you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so here's my question with that yeah. you know I, I hear kids uh, friends with kids and all that talking about their favorite players and it's always Steph Curry so here's my question it, would Warner Brothers have been better off going as Steph Curry starring in uh, Space Jam and New Legacy little kids love Steph Curry fair and I love Steph Curry mm-hmm. and Brian I know loves Steph Curry and I, I like LeBron a lot too I'm not a LeBron hater um but a lot of people really hate Steph Curry. Like 15 years and up really don't like him for whatever okay. reason. So he's a very polarizing so player. We're going, well, I mean, yeah, I think that's fair. LeBron's pretty polarizing too. Yeah, I don't know. Some, yeah, but it's like the. But it's a he's little bit such different. a top five player ever he, that yeah, Steph isn't quite on that level. It feels you know, like there's so the, going the respect is there. So for the, the, we got to get the Michael Jordan of this generation, and that has to be a Michael Jordan level player to be yeah. in Space yeah. Jam 2 where they could have yeah. just gotten a really popular NBA star. Yeah. Right. Or they right. could have gotten Keon Clark as long as he's playing against the Mavs. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, exactly. So or Danny player, Green anytime the no, Mavs yeah. are close. Yeah. Um, I mean the greatest players ever. I might right. as far as I'm concerned. Um yeah, I think LeBron, you know, it has that even people that don't like him, there's the begrudging respect for him as at worst what, the fourth best player ever? Like if you you have the most sure hate for LeBron if you really have the lowest opinion of him low end you're probably saying yeah. fourth best and you're not ever. a crazy person yeah if right you, I mean there's, obviously if there's lots of yeah exactly there's sure. lots of he built a school this guy you know that kind of stuff that type of person that I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure they're you know their top their top 10 is George Mike and Bob Pettit and uh you know I don't know uh, yeah guys, yeah, guys from that not, era, you know what I mean I was but, gonna say yeah racist from Boston <laughs> yeah I hear you right <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly exactly so uh, yeah so there's that, but and Steph, as great as he is, you know, greatest shooter of all time. I don't think he'll ever get, you know, it'd be, I mean, Steph may finish as like a top 10 player ever, high end, but I don't know if mm-hmm. he'll ever, just by yeah, well, size and stuff. But yeah, yes, you're the, right, though, Kent. Your point is well taken that do, little, if you're truly making it for little, little kids. Yeah, if you're making this for, for nine year olds, is LeBron the best? The best player to, to yeah, but also like, that route, it's it's probably like it's Steph or it might be Giannis. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, Giannis, that's, that's like, what I was thinking. Our, like, I hate Luka. Mass fans is, don't like saying this, Luca, but even Trey Young. Like the yeah, thing about yeah. nine year olds, right? Kent, and this is what's crazy, just how quickly things go. Nine year olds were like five last time Steph Curry won a title. <laughs> right, yeah, but <laughs> isn't he you know still I mean? like the guy? I don't know. I feel like kids still I mean, go cr- more crazy when Steph Curry's going right. off than anything. I, I, there's something to that, but the thing is that none, that Jan, I love these guys. I love Giannis. I love Steph. I love I love all. I love Luca. Obviously, all these people. None of them are a brand. 
Right. And LeBron James is a is a brand. Oh, he could tell. Even like KD is not a brand, and and KD maybe at times may have been the the closest thing to to dethroning LeBron over the last you know decade plus as far as best player in the league. He's not a brand. Zion might be a brand in the next couple of years, whether he's a top ten player or a top forty player. I you know it may not matter. He may be a brand, but I would have looked at this with. And obviously, it's yeah. There's rights involved and everything, but you just have your your literally your pick. Like, who do you make Space Jam 2 about? And let's say it's two years ago, and you've got everyone on the pick of the litter. I would have made it with Mahomes. Yeah, sure. We're going to talk, make yeah, it we'll talk, about, talk yeah. about that in, yeah. here in a... Because that's like the next every kid loves him. He's becoming more and more of a brand, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all that. I might have gone Javi Baez. Um, but yeah, sure. Mahomes <laughs> sure. could be fine. Yeah, that'd be fine. Sure. Uh, I would have gone Louis, Louis Suarez. <laughs> that The guy that bites everyone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, real rags yeah. riches Dude, story there. You know, I the can't believe area. LeBron in a movie that's supposed to inspire kids to play basketball has a line that says, "When he's yelling at his kid, he says this isn't a game. Everything between these four lines is work." It's like what kid wants to go out and play <laughs> hoops when you can't even step on the court and have fun? It, what's he was funny with the, is he's playing with his brother. They're like they're like just. Shooting hoops, like what are you guys doing? You can't mess around on a basketball court. You need to be doing. The great drills. irony like, of that is, dude, they're just playing ball, having fun like kids. Like, what do you? Yeah, but I can't believe LeBron was like agreeing to do this stuff. Yeah, that's scripty. But the, the <laughs> great bad. irony of that is, is that like, there's rarely a more joyful basketball player than LeBron. Right, and then no one inhabits the more the like. Like this miserable, is just a game, yeah. Right, but no one inhabits the work and crazy competitive and miserableness on the basketball court more than Michael Jordan. <laughs> but he did do it yeah. in the Space Jam movie. But that's the great irony is like no one was less fun to like be in practice with ever than Michael Jordan. And and, and LeBron's probably pretty fun to practice with, but you know, that's two different, you know, your Looney Tunes persona versus your real persona is different. But if, in real life, Michael Jordan would have punched Daffy Duck in the face for missing a shot in the middle of that right. game. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they don't talk about that. He would have choked yeah. out Lola Bunny. <laughs> yeah. You guys need to go back and watch I, uh, the. Um, there's footage on YouTube of the Michael Jordan shooting Space Jam 1 on the green screens, and he's playing uh-huh. basketball against like seven dudes all dressed like the green man from um, whatever. <laughs> and, but there's one where he's, it's just him and Bill Murray playing basketball against these green guys. You need to see it. It's so good. <laughs> Cause Bill Murray's like, you know, uh, passing behind his back and stuff. And Michael's like swerving in and out of these guys. It's so funny <laughs> to watch because it's back in the nineties. And it's like for them to sell on Michael Jordan. Hey, Hey man. You know, you're the greatest athlete ever in the history of the world. You have more money than anybody. You need to do this Looney Tunes movie where yeah, you're just going to stand on a green screen for like, I'm so, I'm just, it's awesome that, that Michael back in the day was just like, yeah, did that. awesome. Let's do but it. Also, it's, it's a little more believable only in that, like, it was sort of a super team in the mid nineties of like Michael Jordan. The Looney Tunes. Because, oh, yeah. Like, Nike and all Disney, the ads they had, yeah. And Disney, yeah. Looney Tunes were everywhere. They're like those theme parks, you know, the all the different Six Flags and stuff they were mm-hmm. part of were way bigger, that contract. And like they were a huge brand. 
And like Disney was definitely back by the mid nineties, but they were back sort of on the backs of um, you know Toy Story and Lion King, and not these Tiny like, Toons leg- was a big thing in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, not these legacy characters um, like Mickey and Pluto and all that that have kind of come back in vogue post Space yeah. Jam. I mean, it was a much easier sell, I'm sure, in 1994 whenever they made just that the pitch technology to thing. I, I'm yeah. sure it was a, it was hard a hard pitch. I mean, I know he had For done sure. the Nike ads and stuff, but up to that point, uh, Roger Rabbit was was done with 2D animation where they literally just drew over the frame. This one was the first Mm -hmm. one where they did it with computer animation Mm -hmm. and keyframed it that way. But it still was a huge leap for him to absolutely. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, on the line at that point in his career, like Mm. after all he had, I mean, it's just awesome looking back on it. You don't think about it at the time. You're like, well, yeah, of course he's the most famous person. He's in this movie, but it was it's just a weird thing to, but of course it was a huge, huge success and a great, a great movie. I mean, it worked really well and, and it blends those two realities together. I think way better than this one did uh, where you feel like, you know, they're kind of interacting together, the characters. I didn't really feel, feel that much with the, with the, with this one. I did like the, the pitch that Warner brothers did in this movie though where they're like pitching LeBron on what do they say? Le- LeBron of Thrones, Batman versus LeBron, LeBron in the Chamber of Secrets. To, you know that that's a funny play on on him getting pitched yeah. those weird cart. Like didn't didn't Cuban do that with Dwight Howard where he did like a Superman cartoon? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, trying to pitch worked, him or something. Right? We got yeah, him, so. it did work in that. We didn't have to <laughs> have didn't Dwight Howard on right. the team. It's just a funny yeah. pitch because Perfect. people literally do that with athletes. Yeah. It's pitching them like cartoons of themselves as superheroes yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, it was it was very uh, Jerry Vision in uh, right. Thirty Rock with the yeah, <laughs> <just> yeah. <adding>. yeah. <laughs> Did you guys know that this was a Warner Brothers movie? By the way, I didn't know if you knew. Oh, because no, really? of all the really? characters in it. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I, I, yeah. No, I, thought I this, wanted to remind I thought this you guys. Was Sony. Yeah, it's Warner Brothers. Wow. Mm. So funny to me that like of all the Warner Brothers properties that they have, it's like, okay, we really need to just pick three of them to to dig in on. All right, let's pick Casablanca, mm-hmm. got Wizard of Oz, and mm-hmm. how about the Matrix? Let's just go yep. in on those mm-hmm. three. Yep. Kids every kid every loves day, Casablanca. Cooper's like, Dad, yeah. can I please watch the Matrix again? Like every yeah. single day. I'm yeah. like, dude, you gotta take a break. Like this is, this is the amount outside. of She's cowardly moved, lion um references he throws at you daily is is annoying because he's so sunk in on yeah yeah he's just always like hey dad my circus my monkeys and you're just like cool all right cool man like let's come on let's let's like dad that's a horse of a different color you're like you're right oh my gosh coop i get it you know it's it's freaking well yeah that surprised me here's one property they could have worked into this easily i felt like lego movie yeah that warner brothers like that every kid knows look (laughs) i mean look kent um, just gonna lay things out for you, give you a little knowledge. Um, kids don't like the Lego movie. What they like is Pennywise the Clown and Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. Just the two biggest things for 10 year olds. Kids love right it. Now. Yep. They love Clockwork Cooper's Orange. Cooper's right? every time I see Cooper, I come over to your house. Yeah. He's got that weird long nose mask and on. Austin mm-hmm. Powers, too. They mm-hmm. love Austin yeah. Powers. He's got two mm-hmm. Hulk two Hulk hands <laughs> and a long clockwork orange nose. And I'm like, wow, this mm-hmm. kid's yeah. I thought, yeah. oh, Brian's raising a sociopath, but it turns out that's really normal. Yeah, just normal. Yeah, uh-huh. all the kids are like that these days. Yeah, I I thought it was funny how 
LeBron's logo was on everything too, with his King James brand. Like, I don't know if I agree if it has to be a, a brand in this movie. I think the brand is Space Jam. I thought it was so crammed full of brands that I was like branded out of my freaking the basketball had LeBron's logo on it. Nike yeah. freaking sponsored the Goon Squad in the movie. It's like yeah. <laughs> it's like they're hey, providing man, the jerseys yeah. for the for the Goon Squad. Look, look better than the <laughs> it's like LeBron's like, Nike's like <laughs> we don't we don't discriminate, man. You can be a goon and wear Nike. <laughs> Sorry, we have the we have the contract for the whole week. We don't so get yeah. the pick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean on the Goon Squad. That is though, I would say more of a if you uh, if you choose to think it's an indictment, which I'm totally sympathetic to that and and uh, and tend to lean that way myself, uh, but it's much more of an indictment for of just the state of sports in 2021, where that they're even more branded out than movies. Such yeah. a beating. Yeah. Well, this is yeah, this like, supposed to be an escape. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very it's this is a very cynical movie, and I I think mm-hmm. that's my maybe my biggest my biggest criticism or, or issue. That's a good that's just, a good way to put it. It just is, and I, I don't know. Like it didn't. I was thinking about this after the movie because, like, it didn't really bother me with with um, Ready Player One, and maybe that's because I really like the book and that you know the property existed. And it didn't bother, but it didn't bother me with Lego Movie either. Like those movies are cram packed with with Warner Brothers references and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I don't know. There's something. It feels like it was they're in on the joke in that, and they're like kind of it's it's a little bit self deprecating. They use them, I think, pretty pretty cleverly. And in this, it's just what what Warner Brothers properties could we possibly cram into every scene? And then how can we how can we reference them? How can we bring them up to where you we draw attention to the fact that we're jamming every single scene with these with these guys? It's just. I don't know. I there there was a there's a lack of cleverness and a lack of subtlety that uh, I don't know that some of those other movies have, but they certainly didn't do such a great job of, of or such a poor job anyway of of sort of working it in. Instead, it just feels like an eye assault all the time with with here's Warner Brother property after Warner Brother property after Warner Brother property, and it just I don't know. It didn't feel. After a while, it it was it was very tiring, and by a while, I mean about three minutes. I was very tired of it. Man, I, I was tired of it after about twenty eight seconds. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was. It is under two bad. hours though. Half a yeah, letter grade up for me. Yeah, it's not. Sure. It's not. Uh, even, even that feels probably fifteen minutes under too two long hours. Kids- it's like yeah. an hour fifty five. I don't know if I give it say it under two hours. It was just, it's like barely. It's I, barely. I mean, yeah, I, but, felt, I mean, hour fifty five is way too hours, long. So way say. too long. It is a little too long. Way like, too long. In a world where the, the Looney mean, Tunes f- don't show up till thirty minutes into totally. the movie. Totally, but I just watched like, that dude, Sparks God, documentary that Ed, right. Edgar Wright did, and it's two hours and forty. Okay, minutes. Okay, well, this is this is. Again, are we saying this is a kid's movie or not? Because, like, if it's a kid's movie, it should be 80 minutes. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm with you. Trust me. I'm Mr. Short. But right. I was thrilled with under two hours with all the characters and branding sure. that they were going to work yeah. in. I thought this was going to be like 215. Yeah, it easily gonna... could have oh, been 20 gosh. minutes longer. So, yeah, yeah, I would have. So, uh, sure. I don't know if I could have done two and a half hour <laughs> Space Jam. No, movie. no. no they, and they're, they're smart to realize that. Yes, 80, 85 minutes would have been great, but. Uh, under under two hours, I think is is the goal for any for anything yeah, like same. this. So I I'm I'm appreciative of of that in this in this concept. I yeah. To be honest, like some of the some of the reference, especially once it gets to the crowd, like the 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 surrounding 
sort of Easter egg feel of of some of the the spectators and stuff. I was fine with. Oh, I, I hate, was like the, dude. I the the worst background acting. They were so distracting. Oh, they dancing Don't behind the, the guy. I, I yeah. like. It was so distracting. I couldn't. Oh. In, I, I just I the think guy who that, plays Robin. Yeah. If you're listening to this, if you're the extra that plays Robin <laughs> in this movie, you're never no, gonna look, get a job. I, don't worry. You did, you I, need I, I don't think stuff. that. <laughs> I don't think that the execution on that was was great by any means. But I do think that if you're gonna if you're gonna do this bit, and we're gonna have Warner Brothers properties all over the place. Then that's kind of the way to do it. I just yeah. The stimulus I, of it too for kids is like everything. Sure, they just I, see that mask right. You know? Right. I will be, I guess I will be the parent that, that complains of like, this is very firmly aimed at my eight-year-old son. We do not need Pennywise and we do not need Clockwork Orange in there. Like that's just not, that's not really an appropriate thing for a movie that is so clearly aimed at eight-year-olds, you know? And the penguin, the penguin from, the penguin from Batman Returns is like right behind the bench (laughs) the whole time. Yeah. And it's the most terrifying looking character, like maybe in all of Batman. Yeah. Like I love that movie, but yeah, of all the characters in the history of Warner Brothers, it was very, very surprising yeah. that that's weird. That's, weird choice. The route that they went. Yeah. Um, but all right, if this was a PG thirteen movie that was straddling the line a little more on you know kids versus adult. Then I totally would understand how- it. But the whole movie is so based at at eight year olds. Yeah, it is. Just, it's definitely ha- at least is purposeful that, that way. Yeah. Sure. Here's how here's how sunk in this movie is on the branding side of things. LeBron, when he falls into Looney Tunes land, literally falls into a swoosh, <laughs> right? <laughs> like a cartoon swoosh. <laughs> yeah. Like... yeah, I mean that's sports in 2021. <laughs> I mean, I mean the shoe well, companies he, he can't run fall, it all. He's like, like he's yeah. like, hey, Nike has a request. Uh, you know, LeBron falls into a hole, and it vaguely uh, resembles the Adidas logo. We're going to need to make that a Nike swoosh. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right, let's move on to some canceled Space Jam sequels uh, that have kind of come and gone over the years. All right, this is actually stuff. So first of all, Space Jam 2, obviously. Michael Jordan, um, they had started development of it with a character called Berserko, who was was like a, a weird guy that was like wore a speedo and a cape it's like a weird look up look up that on, on google berserko was his name but they did they started development basically uh and then michael jordan was like i don't want to do it i don't want to do another one so they did all the legwork basically after the success of the first one and michael jordan just didn't want to do another one because he did he did the first one so they scrapped it it's hard to get your actor to do a sequel when he's worth a uh, a billion yeah. dollars. And when the first one was a success <laughs> and the second one could, could not be that. Right. Right. Um, the second idea, you know, a huge sport in the nineties, late nineties, NASCAR, right? So their, their mm. second idea was to do race jam with Jeff Gordon, with the Looney Tunes in a NASCAR situation, driving, driving mm. different NASCARs around. I don't know if that could have worked, but maybe, cool. maybe could have been sure. fun. I'm not- yeah, uh, race race jam is a strange title for a NASCAR <laughs> yeah. event, I would say. But yeah, I understand. Sure, uh, works for Fast and Furious. I didn't race think wars. about that, Brian. You beat me to it. Yeah, yeah. death That's race. <laughs> All right, <laughs> golf jam mm. with Tiger. That was a late '90s idea. 
great that, idea. Uh, that didn't happen. It'd be great if that if you said that it was a, it was a great idea. They were pushing in 2010. Yeah. No, they, no, they they came up with this last year. Yeah. <laughs> Golf Jam. Uh, Spy Jam with Jackie Chan was a movie that was that was in development, and this is what became Looney Tunes back in action. They reworked the script. Uh, okay. To do that, to make is that the one time. with Brendan Fraser? Yes, I believe so. That was the that was like the reboot of. So basically, Space Jam came and went. They had all this momentum, mm-hmm. and then that, Michael's nine like, years I'm later, out. and then Michael's yeah. like, "I'm out." And so they couldn't capitalize on all this Looney Tunes momentum, and and so they tried to get all these, you know, Race Jam and Golf Jam and all these other scripts, uh, you know, I, I guess through the pipeline at at um, at Warner Brothers, and it didn't happen. And then they're like, "Okay, we need to reboot the Looney Tunes now." Because it's been since Space Jam since anyone's seen him. They're like, yeah, we know. We've been trying to do this. And then they did Back in Action. Call Brandon Frazier. Only one man can save us. And while they were developing Back in Action, they approached an American Treasure to do another spinoff. And they approached American Treasure, Tony Hawk. And they were going to do Skate Jam with Tony Hawk. And it was going to be the movie right after after Back in Action was going to be Skate Jam. But then Tony Hawk said he took the meeting and he was like, yes, I'm super into this. Let's do it. And then back in action came out and he, they never got another call about yeah. it. So that's what, that's what happened there. That could have been fun. This was another late nineties idea. And I, I, I don't know. Tell me what you guys think about this. It was called varsity bugs. <laughs> it was bugs goes back to high school because Warner Brothers basically tells them it was a super meta idea. Warner Brothers basically tells the Looney Tunes, "Hey, everyone that's employed has to have a diploma." Okay, so if you guys want to be around, you got it. So it was like a Billy Madison situation with the Looney Tunes, and they would have been playing high school sports and done, doing all a bunch of crazy stuff. But here's the kicker: there would have been a a a co-starring role from Keanu, where Keanu also didn't graduate high school and was trying to be in the matrix too. And so Keanu would just be popping in and out at high school, which I think I mean, would have been, how did this not, not become a thing with, when that, when they got agreed to get Keanu involved. Um, but that, that's my favorite probably of all the, all this, maybe that or skate jam, skate jam would have been fun in like 2004. I think I would have been yeah. into that big time. There was a For Marvin sure. the Martian movie in 2008 that uh, didn't did end up coming out, but you can actually see a trailer for that on YouTube. Like the, one of the people leaked it. Gritty, gritty origin story. It was a live action um, <laughs> okay. thing where Marvin the Martian like lands on Earth Mars attacks, and then he uh, wants to take over the world by becoming the next santa claus or something so he like it's like a christmas movie where he's like fight he's like uh the santa claus villain or something like that kind of a thing mm, but okay. um that's check I out would that, not trailer. Go that route Ob- obviously in my version uh marvin would be super jacked number one uh, mm-hmm. number two he would say the f word a lot and <laughs> yeah. it would be yeah, directed would. by Zack snyder obviously yeah. so <laughs> real missed opportunity there warner brothers gosh it's like they weren't even reading our letters. <laughs> Man, I know they got them. I sent certified mm-hmm. mail. I don't. I don't understand. 
Yeah. I like so, Marvin uh, the Martian. He's, he's Chuck my favorite. Chuck Pagano is Marvin the Martian. <laughs> 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 but yeah, what 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 was what was the one you guys wanted to see? Yeah, probably just Space Jam. Skate Jam. Michael. I was Skate, Skate Jam. Jam. Skate I probably Jam. wouldn't oh, nice. call it. I wouldn't. Yeah, Skate Jam. I'm not. You know, I think Race Jam could have worked. Probably would, like Brian said. Maybe maybe. They were going with their Space Jam rhyme, rhyme, rhymes. They were a little too hard there. Maybe NASCAR yeah. Jam or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, um, but, but other than that, yeah. I mean, I, I think that could have worked. I think, you know, was, I think a Gretzky one would have been cool, but he was like probably mm. a little too old by the time. Too old, yeah. yeah. But Gretzky could have been cool, especially if you could work Paulina in. Yeah. Griffey. Get a little Griffey, Griffey. Griffey action. Yeah, mm-hmm. get the kid going. Yeah, but baseball has a rule. Um, I don't know if you know this, Brian, but baseball mm-hmm. players are not allowed to be marketed in any way, and you're not right. allowed to know and, them in any mm-hmm. way. Yeah, you're not allowed to have fun either with baseball. Yeah, well, it goes against, well that yeah. goes against the unwritten mm-hmm. rules, Brian. Right. Yeah, well, Joey DiMaggio yeah. didn't have fun, so no one yeah, else Yeah, exactly. Can, you you know? can't. That's actually an unwritten mm-hmm. rule, and it'll get you pegged right in the back. If you do a right. movie that's half animation... <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, Space Jam yeah. time. You're gonna get. Mm-hmm. I mean, for right. the next year, that's disrespecting tag. the game. And it's Buck disrespect- Show Walter will come to your house and yell. <laughs> yeah. at you. mm-hmm. yeah. Buck. So, all right. A lot of people don't know that about the unwritten yeah. rules, but it's just yeah. You know, it's just those boys of summer. Those pesky boys. Right. Of Look, summer. the thing is though, you got to be careful. Even if you don't like baseball, even if you've never watched a baseball game, you you have to follow the unwritten <laughs> rules in your everyday life. Absolutely. Um. Because if you break them, oh my gosh, Angel Hernandez, he gets real angry. You better hope that Lou Pinella doesn't show up. You will get dog custom. I actually, I mean, I'm cool with Lou Pinella. I could, (laughs) you know, I, I feel like Lou and I could. Till he throws a base through your window. (laughs) All right, let's hit a grade here, guys. Let's grade her out. I'm gonna go B minus. Oh, higher than I thought like you'd that. go. That's, that's, yeah, that's higher than plus I, I thought I was somewhere around there. Yeah. Well, it's a kid's movie. I have to grade it on a curve, knowing it's not for me. So that's it fair. takes it down probably two letter grades uh, or, or, or whatever it is, you know, <laughs> or, or gives it two two letter grades, I should say. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, I'll go C. I'll go with a C. I, I think I can't give it a passing grade. It's not a passing movie, but it is. My kid was entertained. Maybe it'll make him want to play a little bit of basketball. It, it, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it succeeded in what it was trying to do. I just, I wish it would have succeeded a little, a little more, and not been so daggum cynical. But C for me. But you, Richard? Yeah, I'm gonna go C plus. What was you guys' favorite yeah. song on the soundtrack? None on this soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, that was a major know. missed opportunity. Yeah, you don't know any of them, do you? Yeah, bangers. Yeah. yeah, no bangers. That was, that was this is the first CD I ever bought with my, with my own money. I had to actually go on uh, Spotify and like f- search for the soundtrack. It was on no featured anything. The week the movie came yeah. out, I couldn't find the freaking. You would have think thought it would have yeah. been everywhere, but yeah, they put know, just like about a weird half playlist. the songs aren't are uh, not on Spotify too. Like it's yeah. it's blacked out on Spotify. That's, oh my god! Um, remember Chance the Rapper when he was the biggest star in the world? That was weird. Mm-hmm. Barely <laughs> seemed very normal, and then. <laughs> Yeah. Seemed like he'd be part of my life for the next fifteen years, and now he's still trying to. <laughs> I know. All right. Best thing he ever did was that that uh, hockey sketch on SNL. That's what he'll mm. he'll go down in history for that. That's yeah. You're right. That'll be it. That'll be it. All right. Um, that's Space Jam: A New Legacy. So we'll probably get like twenty five more of these. So is LeBron going to do another one? Giannis. 
Luca, what are they going to do with the next generation <laughs> of the NBA? Maybe they'll do another sport. I, I think that's, that's, that's what I would want is an NFL version of this. I think would be, yeah. would be really fun. Well, the Mahomes one seems like super low hanging fruit because kids just, yeah. And he's got the really distinct thing of that. He can throw it a mile, you know, and, and, uh, mm-hmm. and just that great voice. <laughs> Same. <laughs> great bod. All right. And bod. Great. Time <laughs> for weekly recommends guys. Let's do it. Weekly recommends. Go ahead. B Gil. Uh, I started watching hacks. Finally, on HBO Max, with the great Gene Smart, uh, future American treasure. It's good, right? Yeah, man, it's really good. I've only watched like two episodes so far. It got a ton of like of Emmy nominations, like fifteen mm-hmm. or something. I mean, it's, it it racked up. It's really funny. It's very uh, NSFW. If if that's something you're yeah. worried about, uh, but it it's, is. It's really really funny. It's got Chris really Fleming's and, involved. Yes, gosh, yes, <laughs> the legend. Um, who I still I just I still don't understand how he's he's a big uh, comedian because it feels like it's only for us <laughs> like it just every person that I show can't have we showed you Chris Fleming sketches is this a, I can't uh, maybe I can't are you familiar okay. with um, DePiglio? <laughs> this comedian he, that just, he does the most out there kind yeah of, uh, he makes um. Tim Robinson look like Brian Regan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so strange, and and out and every single person that I show a video to, like, is this something? Do you like this? Is this funny? Not one, not one person thus far, except for except for Richard and I. I just think he, I think think he's the funniest person <laughs> on the place. He's a freaking genius. Um, anyway, hacks is is really good, and I can see where. I can see how where the uh, the sort of emotional attachment is building in as well, and it's really well. It's just really well done, and it's nice to see Gene Smart get like an she opportunity rules. to star. I mean, she's the star of the show, and and she's she's been so great for so long, and uh, so I'm 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 really enjoying it thus far on uh, on old HBO Max. All right, Richard, what you got? Yeah, it's funny. Brian's doing an old uh, Richard recommend from a few weeks back, and I'm doing a Brian recommend from a few weeks back. Uh, I just finished today the uh, Reborn in the USA, the Roger Bennett book. Um, oh, nice! Which nice. I loved, nice. which I thought was really, really good. And I had heard, um, you know, I'd heard him on a t- not only his own podcast but tons of other podcasts promoting. And I was a little worried that I would be, I would kind of know the stories of the book because, like most memoirs, not very long. But, but there was so much more in it, and there's so much warmth in it, and. Uh, He's a really, you know, he's a great prose stylist. I really like the way he writes, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, uh, reborn in the USA, but Roger Bennett. It's very low, much lower on the soccer than I would have expected. It has very little to do sure. with. He's as yeah. he's a soccer commentator. For those that don't know, um, but it's about uh, basically a, a, a kid in Liverpool, kind of born in the wrong country, and his obsession and quest to eventually move to these shores we call the United States. And and as people like us that can be cynical and. Um, and all that about our country at times, um, all for various, you know, myriad reasons. But uh, it does give you some pride to be like, you know what? Yeah, this can be a pretty cool place that can draw people, um, really good people for all the right reasons. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Nice. Since since both of those are, are uh, rerun. Yeah. I, I didn't. I guess. 
Yeah. I'll give you one for you guys, just a little, little, and uh, maybe the listeners will like it too. There's a podcast that, um, that Wiser put me on to. Um, we mentioned King Griffey Jr. There was a, there was a, a podcast series that be, I don't know, like April came out. It's like a five episode, five episode series uh, called American Prodigy that's all about, uh, King Griffey Jr. And it, like, his oh, cool. whole, nice. like, the central thesis of it is basically, like, why is he not the Michael Jordan of, of baseball? Mm. And it goes into a lot of the things that we complain about with baseball. It talks about like his, his whole, his, his upbringing, his whole turn in Seattle and, and all the stuff that goes with it. The first he's in season one movie, show... kind of like Michael Jordan and he's the villain. In yeah. The little big. League. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. The first season of that show is about Freddie Adu, um, the, the soccer mm. prodigy kid. And That'd I haven't listened to that one yet. Yeah. He was but, the uh, next, I'm going to, man, he was the next one. Yeah. Like, he was going to be, he was, was, be yeah, Uh huh. Yeah. Haven't listened to that yet, but it, yeah, it's like, it's five episodes. It's they're you know, 45 minute episodes. It's a pretty, it's a pretty quick listen. Um, but it, it went into a lot. I mean, we all love King Griffey Jr., the coolest baseball player ever. And for uh, sure. So it was really, well, really here, cool. Matt, so little, little side uh, Josh you. Hamilton. But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, man, they do a cow, a cow uh, series. Mm. That's, mm. My, that's my boy. Cow, cow and Ken. Those, those, are, those are the juniors. Same. Those, those, Too they bad they. And then they were totally overshadowed in the late '90s by McGuire and Sosa and, and the Royd yeah. stuff. And like you, and then Griffey went, it, went to Cincinnati, and which I love because I'm a Reds fan. But then he didn't do squat there, other than you know the Reds yeah. not doing anything. So that, yeah. that's it was even yeah. cool steroids like Barry Bonds it was lame yeah. steroids. Right. Gosh, yeah. I remember in the 90s, Pizza Hut had these like baseball bats that you could get. Mm. And and they <laughs> and they had like a Frank Thomas one, you know, like a oh, the big a, hurt. A King Griffey Jr. one or whatever. And I got well, I got the Griffey one and I was so stoked. It was like a foam bat, like, like a wiffle ball bat or whatever. But they had like the player branding on them or whatever. And I was so excited to get that when i was a kid i don't know yeah. where that is or if they're even a thing anymore but man baseball baseball was my life for about 10 years the first 10 years same. of my life it was my life same oh. same her all right um my weekly recommend is kind of adjacent to this pod it's a documentary called one man in his shoes and it's about uh uh air jordans and hmm. Uh, this is one that Vice did. Uh, Vice documentaries put this together, and uh, it's really well done. Got some uh, good interviews and and footage and stuff. But yeah, it just talks about the cultural phenomenon of Air Jordan and the significance of that over time, and how it became so big, and why, and the development, all that kind of stuff. So really, kind of short. It's eighty minutes, and if you're into sneaker culture, I think you would be into this. I don't collect sneakers but i love sneaker culture i am fascinated by it and just the history of it and all that but um if this if this uh, interests you check that out one man and his shoes um i'm not sure where the, i think this is on youtube or google that mm-hmm. one man yep. and his shoes yeah that's nice i love i love sneaker stuff like oh yeah very uh sneaker yeah i love the art and just the you yeah. know the the impact on culture and and uh, you know the different places they pop up um, on TV and things like that. I, I I like it. I like it. I like cars too. I would never buy a nice car, but I love cars. Does that make sense? I love like sure. re- cool cars and researching them and and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, not a collector. 
All right, there you go. There's your weekly recommends. There's the new legacy of Space Jam in the hands mm. of LeBron. We'll see what he does with it. Okay. Thanks for uh, for listening. By the way, um, loved the fact that there's finally a movie where Warner Brothers is the main villain. We'll end on that. <laughs> I'm Kent. You can follow me on Twitter, Kent Garrison, and Instagram. Uh, Brian, Beagle12 on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Richard is Richard Barden. And you can follow us, Mad About Movies, on Twitter. Become a VIP this week. We're diving into The Office Season 4 for mm. our exclusive episode. And it'll sh- it shall be fun. Richard and I dove into Point Break last week. So a little summer vibes for you for those throwbacks. And he's got an AMA coming up as well. I do. Yeah. Check that out. Get your questions into the Discord if you haven't already. Also, this week. the uh, video versions of this episode and more are on the the uh, VIP. So madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. Dollar a week gets you access to that. Check it out. And uh, we'll see you soon at the cinema. Bye-bye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Tossed salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya. The salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again.